like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. What is a daddy? Well, to start with, a daddy dom is first and foremost a dominant. He chooses the honorific of daddy within the lifestyle of dominance and submission. And let's get one thing out of the way right at the beginning, that when we're referring to honorific such as daddy or mommy we're not talking about or promoting incest or pedophilia in any way sometimes that's misunderstood by ignorant people rather the dynamic is set up for the male dominant or female dominant to be called daddy or mommy and the submissive uh to be called a girl or a boy or a little girl, little boy, baby girl, baby boy. Rarely is she called daughter, as this often evokes too many parallels with uh, incest, which daddies and their girls detest. And while some doms and some subs may have been victims of family violence or incest or other abuse or trauma, of any kind of variety, daddies and their girls are not overrepresented in these categories any more than the general population. Here are some fundamental characteristics and indeed needs that all daddies seem to share universally. And daddies and mommies, again, can be people of any gender, and their submissives can also be people of any gender. A daddy can be with a boy, a mommy can be with a girl, um, a daddy can be a person of any gender, and a mommy can be a person of any gender identity. Just plug in what fits for your relationship dynamic. Her number one fan, the daddy usually believes in his girl more than she herself does and often uses the wisdom of his age or his maturity level to see her not only for who she is, but also for who she can become. A daddy's eyes often light up when the girl enters the room. He's proud of her and he often praises her for not just what she accomplishes, but for what she attempts and for who she is. He accepts her for who she is, flaws and all. Number two, and he knows all her flaws because he is also her ultimate confidant, allowing her to bear her soul to him beyond all others. She may have many different relationships and types of friends in her life, but daddy will be her umbrella confidant, the one with whom she can talk about absolutely anything and trust that what she tells daddy stays with daddy 
He is the one from whom she withholds nothing. She's totally transparent about her feelings and emotions and her thoughts, her desires and fantasies. The one thing, the one who doesn't mind if she needs to call and talk at 3 a.m. Number three, he's the protector of his girl against real or perceived threats, dangers, and bad people. Sometimes a little girl just needs to curl up in daddy's arms and smile at some of his bluster, and sometimes the daddy may have to act on his protective instincts. Pity the person who messes with daddy's girl. Number four, her teacher and mentor. Uh, Daddy shows her new things that come from a longer and possibly wider set of life experiences. Daddy likes to take his girl to places she's never been, feed her foods she's never eaten, and do activities she has never enjoyed before. He's never so happy as when he can look her in the eyes and know he has given her something she has never had before. This also often translates into sexual adventurism for some daddy and girl couples. Uh, Number five, he wants to be her guide and advisor. As the girl makes her way in the world and, and in her journey within BDSM, daddy wants to be there to answer her questions, to calm her fears, to make her insecurities go away, and give her sound advice based on his years of experience or his level of overall maturity. Number six, her anchor. The daddy dom is an unyielding, unmovable anchor in the storm. No matter what happens in the girl's life, she knows her daddy will be right there where he has always been, and she can hold on to that even if she's blinded by her own tears. Daddies know the storm will pass, and she'll be safe, and she needs, but, uh, but she needs something to hold on to that is stable and strong and will not move. Daddy's also a disciplinarian. When the baby girl acts badly, she expects to be disciplined or punished for the infraction. Most daddy doms find it occasionally difficult to keep this up, especially as the affection for their girl grows. They would love nothing more than to spoil her, but they realize this is the path to ruin. Once a girl begins to believe she can manipulate, she no longer sees him as her dominant. Or, a, or an unyielding anchor. A girl needs the stability and the protection of a daddy who's more dominant than she is. To demonstrate that characteristic, daddies must sometimes be excessively strict or rigid or unmoving, more so than they would in normal relationships. The act of disciplining the girl may also be part of uh, sadomasochistic activity within BDSM. In addition to these practically mandatory characteristics, some couples add their own sadism and masochism and kink play to the mix and may use the concept of things like a wolf or lion and a little lamb to describe the way in which the daddy simultaneously protects his girl from the world and yet wants to dominate and devour her, often sexually. As a sadist, he may create the very tears that he will later kiss away. 
uh, sounds are sweet and yet terrifying. If you're not accustomed to the world of S&M in which these participants often operate, but to a daddy and his girl who are into BDSM, who are, of course, consensual adults, this is the most perfect of scenarios they can imagine to act out their fetishes and kinks. Now, daddies, they come in many flavors, just as the girls do. Some daddies may be polyamorous, and uh, some may uh, be bisexual or pansexual or heterosexual. They may have male and female lovers, and daddy may be that one person outside of the polyamory family who doesn't judge her. A daddy and his girl might not have a sexual relationship at all. A daddy may have more than one girl, may be married and have a girl too, or may have other types of combinations, but it's rare for a girl to have more than one daddy. It's said that a top is for tonight, a dominant is for as long as she is submissive. A master is there until she is no longer a slave, but a daddy is forever. Daddy may have to give his girl away to a husband. He may eventually run out of things to teach her. She may ultimately not need his sage advice and his, and his experience anymore. Hopefully, he'll be too old by then to have to deal with it. Because when there's nothing left to teach, no need for a confidant, no discipline needing to be uh, belted out, when his little girl no longer needs her daddy... That's often when it'll feel like he dies inside. <laughs> that need that daddy has for his girl is every bit as potent as the need she has for her daddy. Ultimately, it is a power exchange relationship. A daddy usually knows he is one. Uh, he doesn't have to con be convinced of it or taught how to be a daddy. He may only need to have his innate daddy characteristics pointed out to him. It might happen in the throes of sexual activity when she uses the honorific for the first time and maybe the light goes on. Maybe there's, that's the spark that he needs to realize. Or similarly, the little girl may... No, she needs a daddy without having to be taught how to be a little. Once they identify themselves as daddy and little girl, the draw is more powerful than many forms of attraction because it's rooted in a deep-seated and old emotions that may not have any other outlet. Girls in this lifestyle uh, don't act like little girls in their normal lives. They, they don't bring teddy bears to work, but um, many are older women who are very assertive, and many of them are successful in the business world, but they need this special place, this special relationship to get nurturing and comfort that's lacking in their careers and their families and their lives. A daddy may not necessarily act parental or fatherly in his vanilla life either. For some, it's often a private part of their lifestyle, and other couples, uh, they delight in the joys of unabashedly practicing their relationship dynamic 
for everyone and around everyone. It evokes deep-seated needs and emotions for both people involved in the relationship, and it's a very powerful relationship dynamic. While some of these characteristics could be applied to any relationship, there are some that require something quite different than a 50-50 partnership that is typical of a healthy vanilla relationship. This isn't 50-50, it's imbalanced. Uh, Power exchange relationships are imbalanced relationships. It's a dominant-submissive relationship, and all the characteristics should be viewed through the lens of dom-sub power exchange. And while many of the characteristics could also be applied to any good power exchange relationship, there are some characteristics that are decidedly different than a DS or an MS. Not all masters consider themselves their slave's number one fan or her umbrella confidant. Some doms and masters are not teacher or guide or anchor and, uh, and uh, you know, don't adopt those characteristics in their relationship uh, or in their power exchange. This isn't a complete picture of daddy-girl relationships. It's just a snapshot. It doesn't address the possibility that um, that uh, encompasses all possibilities. But the description of daddy-dom characteristics such as these hopefully be useful as somewhat of a baseline explanation of what makes a daddy tick. And so... Um, do keep in mind that um, that daddies in in the history of BDSM have always been uh, prevalent, um, even in our history when BDSM first began to surface uh, in what we call those old guard years. Daddies were a part of, uh, da- sorry, daddy boy was a part of the relationship dynamics that existed right from the very beginning. So it's always been a part of BDSM, and uh, it's always had a place within BDSM. Oftentimes that was because in that day and that age, um, uh, people who were kinky or uh, because of their sexuality, they were oftentimes estranged from their family. And sometimes it happened right at, uh, as they were coming into puberty, right as they were um, uh, on the threshold of adulthood, when they began to discover the things that they liked or the things that they craved, the kinks and the fetishes that they wanted to explore were taboo. And oftentimes it caused a rift or a divide in their, in their natural family their biological family, and cause them to have to take up friendships and relationships with a more chosen family. And so we see daddies right there as dominant uh, characters to guide uh, young, young men in the lifestyle right from the very beginning. And then today we see daddies and mommies of all genders, all sexualities, all uh, types of relationship dynamics 
also playing a role within BDSM. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me on this look on this BDSM United podcast, which is a look at daddies or daddy doms. Uh, you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. It's been a joy talking with you about this subject, and I'll talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.